The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander. Regular co-host is Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. It's true. I was going to call him <laughs> Captain Crawlspace. Oh. Captain <laughs> Crawlspace. <laughs> and is there any corresponding attic nickname we can give you? Because you're... Uh, you know, the, I don't know. The, the attic warrior. The attic warrior. The, yeah, I don't know. The, the ace <laughs> of the attic. We're joking around because before the show re- opened, we realized that we're... We're now, um, we got Craig the Floor Guy, which is sort of a, you know, that's a nickname enough. Yeah, they're jealous of my, my nickname, <laughs> Craig the Floor Guy. The Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. And Holly, we found out, Holly from Roofworks has been known as Holly from Roofworks, but she's known in the office as Holly the Hammer. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, hey, the hammer. Welcome. So if you've got any questions about the roof or the... Uh, the crawl space or the attic and you know uh, and the flooring this is the radio show to call in the telephone number is 919-860-9783 919-860-9783 now i'm going to start with holly because uh, the uh, you know the promotional announcement i produced for this had to do with the fact that roofworks is interested in your business if you have a leak in your roof which is funny because honestly, I thought every roofing company is interested if you have a leak in your roof. Uh, they are, but I think there's a lot of them that only do just full replacements on the residential side. There's not many that do repair and maintenance because Why it is, is that it's it's a lot of work. Um, it's tremendous amount of volume, and you yeah. really have to be set up for it. And we have in-house employees that do repair and maintenance versus a lot of them that, that do attempt to do it use subcontractors. So it's quite a bit different from the communication side of things. And and repairing a roof, you get into this situation where you've, you know, there might be multiple leaks and roof works is you're set up to help out with that situation. You're not just flying in. And then flying out. No, no. We, I mean, the, the good thing about us is we're going to send the guys out. We're going to give you an honest, full assessment. So if we get up there and, and realize that you have five years left on your life, a life of the roof, then we're going to yeah. tell you that. We're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you repair options and a maintenance package that's going to get you the longevity of that roof before the roof needs to be replaced. Right. If it needs to be replaced, we're going to be honest about it. We're not going out there just to get... $20,000 to sell you on a roof replacement if it's not needed. And I think that's the biggest difference is just making sure that we're giving the customer exactly the right advice that they need for that situation. But she'll also replace the whole thing if that's what it comes to. Oh, yeah, to. of course. And if it comes down to it, the biggest thing I always say is what's economic, what economically makes sense. And that's for residential owners, commercial owners, and any kind of multifamily HOAs. If it doesn't economically make sense to spend all this money in repair work when you have to turn around and do a replacement in a year right? because you're going to rip it all out, then that's kind of what we try to give them those options and tell them what, you know, 
sway them towards the way that is going to work best for them. It's a scary feeling having to replace your roof. The first time you realize that you need to replace your roof, it's right. like, oh my gosh, is this an insurance thing? Am I out of pocket for this? Yeah. I've got to spend a lot of time online trying to find a roofing company that's not going to take advantage of me. Yeah. One of the cool things about having a company like RoofWorks, if, if they've been coming out and, and doing little touch-ups on your roof for a yeah. couple of years... When yeah. it's time to get that roof replacement, you know them. They've right. been out there several times. They fixed a couple of leaks for you. They put in some ventilation. Yeah, you have a little bit of tenure there. That's why I really like these uh, these guys. They do a great job. Yeah. And, and you don't spotlight neighborhoods that have had uh, hail or high wind and knock on every door on the street. No, do you? that's that's definitely not our market or our game. We we like. Rock was saying, our our company really was built on repair and maintenance. And the cool thing about being there so long for 10 years is I've seen all those repair customers turn yep. into replacement customers. And now we're starting a brand new cycle. So like he said, I always call them RoofWorks lifers because they do. They call us continuously. And then if we tell them five years, within five years, they're calling us back. And then we're doing a replacement for them. So that's it. It really is important. And so for one example, for the insurance work, I had a customer that called me. He's got a rental house and he lives out in California. We sent the guys out there. We did an assessment on the roof and he does have some impact, but he had architectural shingles. So it wasn't as significant as it would have been being a three tab. He had more damage on the back side versus the front side. And, And he asked me for my honest opinion. And he's like, well, do you think I can get a new roof from the insurance? And I said, I'm going to tell you the honest truth about what we found. Depending on what you decide to discuss with your insurance agent, we can meet the adjuster out there, but clearly I don't think you have enough damage for a full replacement. Right. So if we're not going to go out there and tell the adjuster or the insurance company otherwise, we're going to tell them the truth, tell them what we found, and because that's just what we do. We're not going to try to sway them one way that isn't – if they don't yeah. need a full replacement, then we're not going to sway them to get a full replacement. And, and you know, the deductible game has been played by insurance repair people yeah, and it's forever. Something I talk about quite a bit. It's an unregulated yeah. industry. You know, plumbing, HVAC, homeowners are protected. What I do in, in flooring, yes. kitchen and bath, painting, it's unregulated. So homeowners have to you know, be aware and look for a company. And I can tell you, I have a personal experience. Holly doesn't know this, um, but I'd mentioned it to Brock. Yeah, I actually used uh, RoofWorks on a project, a kitchen remodeling project that yeah. I was a part of many years ago. And I was trying to find a local reputable company. Um, we had to have a roof vent put in for a, a oven vent hood. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, you know, I was having an issue trying to find someone to do it. And RoofWorks came out. It was kind of like RoofWorks to the rescue. Yeah. They did a great job. They they did a professional job. It was a it was a good price. And uh, we always try to work with with reputable companies. Um, and so, is it, now so, is yeah. that what oh, you sorry. you can do that? We can we can do that. You can do that because you know your American Dream floor at this point. I'm, that's right. We're American focused Dream. on the floor. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, there's a lot of things setting on the floor yeah. that uh, need to be fixed too, and uh, sometimes we like to offer homeowners an option of being a one-stop shop and and providing professional oversight and services to complete a kitchen or a bathroom project. Well, tell me about uh, some of the floor options. I have luxury vinyl plank. Uh, we, you know, I would recommend that to anybody. Because it is so durable. 
I also have multiple dogs. They haven't been able to do anything to it. Yeah, it's the it's the happening life proof, kid proof, yep, dog proof uh, solution right now to many many people's uh, or homeowners flooring offices. Right, it's yeah. a waterproof solution. It is. Well, like I said, we there's, don't even pick up the ice cubes anymore. There's there's <laughs> sit there's, right there. There's some that are better than others. As with anything, there's different quality levels. So it, again, it's important to make sure you're working with somebody that that is reputable. That's going to show you options and be honest with you about the right fit for your project. Um, but yeah, LVP is a good option. There's some really, really good carpet out right now, some good yeah. carpet technology. We offer bleach-proof, lifetime-warranted carpet. I'd say that, and people go, bleach-proof carpet? Yeah, that's yeah. right. We have carpet that you can actually spill bleach on it, and it will not damage it. Well, the benefit, benefit, of course, very few people are going to spill bleach on their carpet. But that means it's also better. I see it more than you think. Nail, really? Nail polish remover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. A big mm-hmm. one. Wine, mustard. <laughs> Lost a deposit once <laughs> when my go. daughter, my daughter, who was playing, who was probably five or six, was playing with nail polish and she dropped it. I'm telling you, it squirted out and it <laughs> spun. We put this, this like, just a circle of nail polish that was a deposit on the i mean we looked at each other and said well i guess we're not getting that deposit back um but i mean you can you get that out of this sort of carpet well nail polish Um, that's a tough one isn't it well the actual nail polish itself uh potentially i have i can't say i don't have a personal experience with nail polish i have gotten uh computer ink out of carpet oh, really? before, Whoa. yeah. They yeah. used to make those uh, kits you could you could inject ink into yes. your mm-hmm. ink cartridges, yes. which I don't think those lasted very long. It's a horrible idea. Yeah, yeah. horrible you idea. You could always and, uh, tell when your neighbor had done that. <laughs> hey, Johnny, you're refilling your uh, your uh, ink cartridge. Yes, I am. Look yeah, at my th- hands. This particular situation, a young child had found the kit in a drawer wow. and broke it open on the carpet and made a very very large ink stain and. It took some 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 mineral spirits and some <laughs> elbow grease and some personal spirits and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah right. But uh, but I was able actually to get like I would say ninety eight to ninety nine percent of it out. It was virtually unnoticeable. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's very good. Now you got a question about carpet. I've got a question about one of the products that sounds like luxury vinyl plank because that's what I have. LVP luxury vinyl plank, which is a snap together product. Right, there's, it's a floating thing. There, there, yeah. So you can actually get it in in a glued down version and a floating okay. click version for residential applications. Most oftenly, it's the uh, click floating version that's that's uh, recommended. And then there's luxury vinyl tile. Correct. What is that? Is it a heavier product? Same, basically the same type of product. Just rather than uh, having the visual of a wood floor, it yeah. has the visual of a ceramic tile floor. I, I like that. And I'll tell you what, my instinct is to go with natural wood if something's going to look like wood, right? Yeah, even a lot of people say, well, you know, I like I like the look of wood, but I'm not sure I want to go with something that's not wood but looks like it. Wow, this stuff is great. It yeah. really is. And, we, it, we and it's really that, affordable. We put that in our showroom, and um, when we were doing the remodel yeah. of the showroom, the, it, we flooded it twice. 
Mm. Really? Yeah. And you it, just squeegee it, the water right Yeah, back I mean, out. it yeah. literally held up, and I can't, we couldn't believe it, but we had to get all that fixed from the outside, but it did. It flooded it twice and didn't, the we, flooring we was have, not uh, messed up at all. We've actually started seeing a lot of homeowners who have really, really expensive hardwood floors. Yeah. And they very, you know, they're raising families. A lot of them are maybe new homeowners, which, by the way, there was a report. Um, released recently, Raleigh has been named the number one real estate market in the nation. I Yay. believe it. Yep. I don't know if you guys realize that. So a ton of houses being built, a ton being sold, a yep. lot of new homeowners. And we see homeowners coming in, raising young families, and they've got, uh, you know, a lot of the older homes have the, the old traditional hardwood floor, and very quickly they start seeing damage and wear to the floor. And we'll go in there and put this, this life proof, easy yeah. to, to live on, inexpensive luxury vinyl plank right over the hardwood floor. Yeah, and, I like it. You know, and solves awesome. solves many problems. All right, I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask another <laughs> question I know the answer to, and then we're going to take a break. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, how many ni- nails do you use to uh, secure that to the that old hardwood? I'm a little concerned that holes are going to you know mess up the hardwood. How many nails do you use to put down luxury vinyl plank? None. No, he doesn't. So it doesn't mess up what's underneath. No, 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 no. no, no. Not if you're doing it not right at all. No. See, this is the thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that because yeah, it does no damage to the hardwood floor. You can take that up. Yeah. When your kids are 15 or 16, exactly, they're no longer running around with tricycles. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and you've prevented a lot of wear and a lot of damage that's very expensive to correct. Right. By putting in the LVP floor. And honestly, there's so many cool colors yeah. to pick from that it, it just looks awesome. A lot of options. Yes. Yeah, we went with something that if we had tried to buy it in wood, forget it. It would have been out of our price range. It's a beachy kind of thing with yeah. texture and everything. And, pick- and and I have a very, very exciting um, new update to the luxury vinyl plank category as well. All right. That I'd like to uh, All right, tell we'll everybody the, about. We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk with Holly from RoofWorks about the the showroom. They're roofers. And they need a showroom? <laughs> yeah, they do. Of course they, they do. Well, they they got a showroom. You've got you got something to brag about. And also, of course, Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. And if you have a question about your crawl space or your attic, too much heat, too much moisture, uh, we've got Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier on making your home great. Making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier in studio as he is every week. Holly the Hammer from <laughs> RoofWorks and Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Let's uh, check in on websites, American Dream Floor dot com yes sir yes, yes and that's... roofworks which i misspelled the last time holly was here is roof r-o-o-f-w-e-r-k-s dot com holly why do you guys have a showroom at roofworks well because in our industry it's not you really can't go anywhere and look at all the different choices in colors for yeah. some strange reason, just the way that it has been for years and years, that it's not set up like a flooring company or a kitchen company. And that's what we really wanted to do to be different because for us, it's about the homeowners. We want to educate the homeowners to show them that you do have just as many options as you would if you were doing interior 
decorating or renovations and to have them be had to go to one certain place to look at all the ideas before they make a decision. Now, my house had three tab shingles. That's the regular old shingles that most people remember, you know, builder quality shingles are perfectly fine. Right? They are. They're they're really phasing out though because the price difference from a three tab to an architectural, they're so close nowadays and the architectural shingles just have such better warranties and they're going to last so much longer. So it really Why? Just because the, the thickness of the shingle itself and the quality and the durability. So really it doesn't re- it really make sense to even buy a three tab shingle nowadays when you can upgrade for a couple hundred extra dollars and you get maybe 8 to 10 more years left on your the roof of the light or the life of the roof. Yeah. So that's where we really try to take all the customers that have the old three tab strip shingle and switch them over to a better upgraded shingle and it's not for us making any extra money it's just being honest with them to say that if you're going to invest in this make sure that it's i mean the extra couple hundred dollars for what you're going to get on the long term is just so much more worth it it's funny because if you haven't seen a roof go up or if you haven't seen a damaged roof you don't you really visualize this a three tap shingle has one part that's solid you know and then on the bottom part it looks like three tabs Three little extensions. Right. The architectural product that I put up on my roof is more complex, right? It almost looks like 3D. Yeah, it's way more dimensional. And plus, it just looks so much nicer. It really does. It's so much nicer than the 3D. And it's just taking old technology and bringing in the new. And that's really what the difference with the architectural shingle style is. There's a huge gap between wind damage as well between the two shingles. I mean, we don't get a lot of hail here in the Metroplex, but we get high winds. We get hurricanes a couple of times a year. This architectural shingle is going to hold up way better against wind. The three-tab shingle can fold over at the back crease in the first heavy wind. And now you you have a water leak. You can start getting pooling right. uh, uh, underneath where the shingle is supposed to be. So it's just a much higher quality shingle. It's it's If you're going to spend the money, right. you don't want to come back three years from now after a major windstorm and have to do it again. That's right. And even with hail, I mean, hail will impact a three-tab shingle so much more significantly than an architectural shingle. So there is a big difference between getting hit with a big hailstorm on with one style versus the next. How long should my roof last? It just depends on what type of shingle you have. Okay, I just had the architectural shingles put up. So if that was done correctly, then you should get, they call it a 30-year, now they call it a lifetime shingle, but typically yeah. you're probably looking anywhere from 22 to 25 years is the norm. I mean, you could it could span longer than that, but that's probably typical depending on the elements of the sun and it's if your ventilation system is correct because that breaks the shingles down faster too if you don't have the proper ventilation system. That's a huge topic right yes. there. Well, I have to yeah. talk about customer all week. I have customers calling us out trying to find out why the attic is so hot. What is going on? Do I not have good ventilation? And, you know, to, to Holly's point, <laughs> roof ventilation is incredibly important. It not only helps prolong the life expectancy of your roof, but it helps to really drop utility usage. I mean, if it's 150 degrees in your attic, that heat's radiating down. Yeah. That's the heat that gets into your house. Your air conditioner's constantly running, trying to keep up with it. Right. But if you have really good attic ventilation, soffit vents, a ridge vent is my personal favorite. Um, ridge vents are not overly expensive to have installed. You can have them installed on your roof currently. You do not yeah. have to rip the roof off to put in a ridge vent. 
but all the heat in the attic rises to the tallest point, which is right there at the ridge, and it siphons out. Uh, you know, I, back in Texas in August, mm-hmm. you can stand on the peak of a roof and you just see heat pouring out of the ridge vent. They're incredibly effective, and there's nothing to break. Anybody doesn't know what a ridge vent it, it it's that long thin looks like a roof on a roof and it's small relatively on the peak on that's the right. peak mm-hmm. and it and it looks like you have a r- tiny roof on a roof that's your ridge vent yeah and the, and the cool thing about ridge vent is that it like a power fan is only going to last so long about so, yeah. five years yeah you're good <laughs> and plus it's a penetration in the roof which always tends to cause problems and it's going to burn out and if it burns out then you may not even know the fan is burnt out until years later, and then from that point, it's already done its damage. So. That's right. Let's talk to Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. I get it. On your website, it says kitchen and bath remodel. So you quite easily could have been named for something other than the floor guy. It's baby steps here. Gotta... <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the shower man or something like that. You, I... What will you do in a bathroom? Oh, sorry. Wrong question. Well, kitchen and bath for us is a kind of a specialty product offering. Yeah. You know, our our core base business is is flooring. Um, But the reason why we offer it is because every so often we come across an opportunity to really help a homeowner. Yeah. And that's when we like to really be involved and offer that. There's, you know, kitchen and bath Remodeling can be very, very expensive. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, really, really uh, large companies out there that take advantage of that um, and and really dri- have driven up the cost yes. of kitchen and bath remodeling. And sometimes there's homeowners that might not can afford what those companies offer, but they need a, yeah. a shower that's not moldy and leaking. You know, they have cabinets that aren't functional because there's been leaks and things and they've got rot and... Okay. And uh, those are the people that we really, really like to offer our kitchen and bath services to yeah. and, and help out. That is Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Also, Holly from RoofWorks here on Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, with the telephone number is 919 860 Nine seven eight three. We're going to talk gutters. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is happening at y'all's house. I'm going to assume it is, but all of the trees in my yard are are shedding all of their leaves. I hate getting on my house every year and spending three hours of my Saturday cleaning out my gutters. It's twice a year. Think about it, Holly. I know you guys do gutters. Do you guys do any kind of gutter guard, anything you can install that will help prevent me from having to do this every year? We do. There And there's like a trillion different types of gutter guards. So really it just depends on, one, how much you want to spend because I say gutter guard is a gutter guard. They're anywhere from $16 a linear foot to yeah. $120 a linear foot. Whoa. But they all serve the same purpose. So. What the best, the what I recommend is figuring out what type of trees you have around because it really depends on whether you have pine trees, oak trees, depending on what type of gutter guard system that you put on. Yeah, oh, see, that's interesting. I didn't know that. It is, and and there are types that we don't particularly work with because it doesn't allow you to put drip edge on, mm. and 
we've seen a lot of disastrous situations on the back end because water's still getting in behind that fascia and rotting it out. So when it comes to gutter guards, we what we price is very fair, lower end of the spectrum because yeah. we just I don't see the purpose of selling you a thirty dollar gutter guard. Does that right. make sense for thirty dollars a linear foot? Where sure. No, I we don't give think that makes sense at all. We give you the fair, honest price, and I'm going to tell you, like I tell everybody else, if it's only twice a year, that's really up to you whether or not you want to invest in it. But you got to think about the long term of, is that worth the investment? Are you just tired of it, or would you rather spend the guys to come out a couple times a year to do that? If you're doing it four to six times a year, yeah, you're a huge candidate for it. So. <laughs> That's where you kind of fall into what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. You might only need gutter guards on the back of the house and not the front. If there's trees growing out of your gutter, yeah. <laughs> you need time. to give roof works a call. <laughs> yes. They were that tall. They were eight inches tall. They were pine. It was beautiful. Well, and you it, think about how much sediment builds up in the gutter. Every time yes. I go up there to clean it out, I wish it was all nice, fluffy leaves. I just use a leaf blower. Right. But there's an inch and a half of mud and sediment and granules from the roof that are sitting in the gutter. Those gutter guards keep out a lot more than just the leaves. And and in all serious, in in all seriousness though, to any home out there, the comment I made, um, you really do need to address that and call someone or, or something because I have seen that issue where the sediment has built up and trees and things have started to grow and a big rainstorm comes and the water will end up washing back into the soffit of the home down, yeah, sure. down the right. wall. And, you know, I've been called out to homes before to give estimates on flooring and it started with the gutter in the roof. Yep. Yeah, that's and the right. whole wall is rotted out. The floor is rotted mm-hmm. out. They're replacing cabinets and, and flooring and drywall. And it's all because no one cleaned the gutter for the last <laughs> yeah, 10 they, years. They got black mold growing between the drywall and the outside facing. It's it's a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. So if you're going to be lazy about the maintenance part of it, then me, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I would suggest the investment in gutter guards. If you're going to stay on top of the maintenance and keep the gutters clean, then you'll probably be okay. But that's the question of where where do you stand in this situation? Because it does, it causes a tremendous amount of bad issues on the back end. Well, and we it, also see the debris in valleys and right. on the roof. When debris sits on the roof, that yeah. is the worst situation because you, we've ran into one where if they've had leaves on the roof for five years. It literally rotted a huge yep. hole right really? through the roof because it can't breathe. That's just saturated. Too much moisture. Yes. I see. A, there's a house I drive by every day, and it it's just covered with leaves. It's in the the, what, the valley or yes. whatever you mm-hmm. call it, and it's bad. That's a it's bad never, situation. Really? Oh yeah, that's that's really bad. And it's almost like you want to stop and go knock on the door and say, "Hey, like, make sure you get that taken care of." Because even if you have a brand yeah. new roof with that sitting on there, it's it it will cause so many problems, and it's gonna it will rot all the way through. That's actually why I like exposed valleys. If you have the option to do an exposed valley on a roof, a which lot is of the, what. Well, so the same valley you're referring to? Yes. Okay, so most of the time you just see, uh, the, you know, two two shingles that come up next to each other there in the valley. Yeah. An exposed valley is actually, well, there's a lot of different types. Um, these guys actually can do copper, which blows me away. It's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, but you you can remove the valley and actually do a copper slide is, is pretty much what it looks yeah. like. Uh, and not only does it help prevent a lot of stuff from getting caught up in there, but the water travels a lot better. That's right. And it's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. And if it rained on Tuesday and Thursday, there's still water coming from the gutter. 
that's probably a problem. You probably have a blockage, right? Yeah, you yeah. do. And a you, lot you of do. a lot of issues too is the downspouts. Like when we do gutter replacements, we always want to do a six six inch gutter system with a three by four downspout. Yeah, because some of the old systems with the five inch and the two by three downspouts, the outlets for the actual downspout opening from the gutter. They're, they, they're not big enough to allow all that debris to get through and run down the actual downspout. So you see a bunch of issues where that outlet right there, that hole that goes into the downspout is yeah. clogged, and that's what's causing – it causes so many problems. Mm-hmm. All right. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. We talked about hardwoods in the, in the aspect that, you know, if you've got pets, if you've got small children with hammers, maybe – you know, running their car, their electric cars around the house. Maybe you want to go with a different product. But what about hardwood flooring? I love what it looks like. You do this. Yes, we do. We do. And, and you know, one of the things that I do like about hardwood flooring is that most hardwood flooring is made here in the USA. Yeah. One of the issues that I have with luxury vinyl plank, though it is a, a very durable, resilient, waterproof, scratch-resistant, affordable product, mm-hmm. is that up until just recently, it's all been made somewhere other than the USA. Yeah. Vietnam, China, somewhere like that. Right. Um, so hardwood floors are nice, made in the USA, yep. but um, there's also now uh, the first manufacturer of made in the usa luxury vinyl plank has this year released their products to the market what's the company um it's mohawk flooring Uh uh-huh they and and it's it's proudly sold at american dream flooring and tile and two of the other large flooring distributors and manufacturers have announced this year they are upfitting and producing and next year we'll be releasing inventory as well so that's awesome i also think it has a lot to do with the type of house Uh, yeah. Houses to me are, are, are like cars. Yeah. Okay. It, it, a 1969 Camaro is going to be completely different than a, a 2019 Camaro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a 1940s bungalow, you want original wood floor. And if you can't do the original wood floor, you want to try to add to the original wood floor. Mm-hmm. Is that something you guys run into going into a lot of these older homes that Maybe most of the wood floor looks great, but they have a lot of damaged areas that you have to go through and then try to match up new wood to the older wood. Is that something you guys have a lot of experience with? Uh, we do, but you know now a lot of these older homes are, especially in Raleigh, because it's such a premier real estate market, right. they're just gutting them. Yeah. That's yeah. sad. And redoing them. That's or, sad. Or tearing them down and yeah. building like mega mansions on them. Yeah, they're, they're buying yeah. two pieces of property next to each other and <laughs> tearing both down and putting their house in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's too bad. It's not, there's not a, I mean, in, as far as what we're we're seeing, there's not a lot of that, that restoration type work going on anymore. Man, that's disappointing. Now, the luxury vinyl tile, you can get that to look like wood. Is that right? There yep. are options that... Mm-hmm make it look like wood. I have a buddy of mine that had that done in his house. And I mean, it looks just like wood. You wouldn't know till you start walking across it. And we is asked, that the plank or the vinyl? Um, that's the vinyl. Tile. The vinyl tile is what I'm referring to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it just absolutely looks gorgeous. And I asked him, why did you do this over a wood? And he said, well, I've got 220 pound dogs. Yeah. If you think about it, when Amen. your Rottweiler goes sliding through the kitchen on your wood floors, it's going to cause a lot of damage. But yep. if you have it look just like wood, but without the damage, that's great. Yeah, and Holly had mentioned earlier about the visuals available. 
with with luxury vinyl plank flooring, you can get a floor that looks like a twelve or fifteen dollar a square foot, you know, a, a wide plank imported, you know, exotic wood. Right. For you know, three bucks a square foot. That's great. <laughs> And it's waterproof. <laughs> and it's waterproof. Yes, waterproof. Like, yeah. that's amazing. And it's scratch resistant, you know, and it's a one day install. Um, and it's now made in the USA. That's nice. good. Which is cool because Mohawk, I mean. Yeah, they're the largest floor. They've been around for a while. Yeah, and that's they're, they're what, the even I know. The world. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's pretty awesome to hear that. Holly from Roof, RoofWorks. I want to know the type of work that gets done to repair or to be maintained on a roof. I've never had anybody come out to maintain or to check on my roof. Do I really need to have somebody from RoofWorks out every couple of years? Yeah, I would I would I would definitely say at least do the first inspection to see yeah. what's going on and from that point we can put a report together and lead you in the right direction because it depends on the products that you have on your roof as well depending on what's going to hold up, what's not going to hold up, how things were installed, the details. Right. So just like a simple three-in-one pipe boot, which is the cheaper end of the pipe boot products available, that's only going to last you maybe five to seven years. What is that again? Three-in-one? It's, it's the um, the flange that goes over the white PVC PVC pipes on the roof. Right. And if it's, if it's the cheaper pipe boot, then it dry rots. I got it. Pipe in- boot. Mm-hmm. Which yes. In, and that's okay. right. And in turn, that's what causes leak. So it just depends. Now they have products that, just like the boots that we use, are a twenty-year product. Yeah. And they're very different too from the repair and maintenance side because instead of having to actually pull the whole flange out itself, right, you can take the rubber gasket off where the opening is and mm-hmm. just replace that piece so that when you're doing repairs, you're not having the mismatch shingles as well. But those pipe boots are. They're probably going to outlast the roof anyways, but technology just comes so far. Yeah, they, you know, 10 years ago, those those pipe jacks, those, you know, 3-1 pipe boot, they would, they would leak all the time. They would. You were constantly having to get up there and, and do touch-ups on these things. And yeah. a lot of the time, you don't even know they're leaking until you're seeing drywall damage on the inside of the house. And right. by that time, now it's not just fix the leak, it's tape, bed, texture, paint, fix whatever damage yeah, is yeah, caused yeah. by the leak. So. It's preventative maintenance. I mean, just like you would do on your car, your HVAC system, it's having a pro come out once or twice a year to give it the once-over to try to help you eliminate any of those big catastrophes. That's, That's crazy talk. Getting somebody to visit my house to just to maintain? That's yeah, right. and it, it also depends. Like I said, the devil's in the details as far as how it was installed because even just a simple pipe boot, we've seen it installed 500 different ways. Yeah. We have one way of doing it, but if they're relying on – the, the nails on the front face of that flange and caulk sealant to keep the water out, what happens is the sealant, as everybody knows, caulk breaks down after time and right. the nails get rusted, which causes leaks. So there is just certain ways of the installation itself that are going to make a big difference when it comes to the maintenance needed on the roof. Yeah, the caulk's not a good way to go about it. It's I've seen not. so many of these things. These guys have used an entire can of caulk on one pipe jack, and it, it's <laughs> like you have a PVC pipe coming out of a, a marshmallow. That's what it looks like. It's <laughs> If it was done correctly, right. as long as it's done correctly, you don't Just need call, to use call it. call Uncle Chuck over there and spray, <laughs> right. spray foam it. For spray it. foam Well, and it. chimneys, brick chimneys are a big deal, and yeah. stone chimneys, stucco Ooh. chimneys, because if the flashing is not ground in, 
and done the correct way, it right. is going to cause like because all they're relying on at that point is sealant, and that's never going to hold up ever. Not so, long term. Wow, that's there's a lot right. more to a roof than just a shingle, oh, then, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's so much more to it, and that's why I said it really. That's why the inspections are so good is to get us up there and see what's going on because. You might look at it and say, okay, everything looks great, but it, the yeah. installation of how the roof was put on makes all the difference in the world. Oh, boy. That's what matters. It doesn't matter if it's a life, lifetime shingle. It matters how it was installed. All so right. that's going to be the biggest difference between does that roof going to last you 25 to 28 years or is it going to last you 12? I may have to call you guys just <laughs> for peace of mind. I have a brand new roof, but I'm going to have to call you for peace of mind. To get you guys to come out and take a look at the roof put on by somebody else. And nail patterns, I mean, nail patterns, you're never going to see that until you pull the shingle tab up. That's but right. that's a huge issue with nail pa- patterns and also how that they've installed the nail. If they use the nail gun with too much pressure and the nail punctures through the shingle, yeah. when you get a bad windstorm, it's gonna the shingles are going to blow off. So when you see windstorms and you see sh- blown off shingles from... So if you're if you're a homeowner and you're having your roof replaced, is there like, can you have like an inspection done? Is, you can. can you call the city and say, hey, we're having a new roof. We'd like you to come out and inspect it and making sure these guys are doing it no. right. I mean, there's nothing. You're just- yeah, you don't have to pull permits in this state to do that. And that's why I said it's really, that's why it's really important to use someone that you trust because... You're not, the roof is something you can't visually see and you're not going to see issues because people don't get on I'm not roofs. climbing up there and seeing if they're doing it right. Anyway. Yeah. So oh. you're really taking someone's word for it. And that's, I mean, the roof, as Brock says, it covers everything. And mm. if that's not done right, it's, you, you got issues coming down behind the walls that you're not going to see for years until we get him in here to do the flooring work yeah. and he's spotting or Brock to do well, the mold mitigation. Our, yeah, there's a problem with our floor. Well, I think your problem might be your roof That's right, right. Yeah, the, <laughs> right the water coming down you mean i've, I've been yeah. there i've yeah. been there so I mean, it I've, all goes together i've really. seen roofs on top of roofs multiple layers of yes. shingles that tells you the last guy who roofed the house didn't even take the old shingles off he just okay. laid down new shingles on. is that really bad it's, yeah. it's really it's not good it's not good because the problem is is that when there is an issue, I mean, it's incredibly difficult to figure out where that problem is coming from. So okay. we never, ever, ever recommend an overlay. Not unless that homeowner is adamant about doing it. We try to stay as far away from overlays as we possibly can. That's we never recommend try, it. That's somebody trying to go cheap, right? Yeah, and yes. really all you're saving from the tear-off to an overlay is just the labor. And the, dump the dump run. That's, that's it. Right. I mean, it's not worth it because you're going you're gonna to end up facing so much more money on the back end. Especially when you do get a leak and you call your insurance company to come out and they find out that you have a dual-layered roof. Yeah. yeah. They're, that's something they're going to say, no, that's not coverable because this was done incorrectly oh okay all right, and bite well, you on the back end it's not good we we never we always try to steer people away from that all right we'll talk more with holly from roof works and craig the floor guy from american dream flooring and tile and brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier on making your home great is our telephone number. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Making your home great. With Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, Holly the Hammer from Roofworks, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. You guys were talking during the commercial. I didn't understand any of it. (laughs) Well, I want to talk about criteria 
And I know that sounds a little weird when sure. dealing with flooring, but you know, we were talking uh, during the break about what type of environment you have to have for certain types of floor. Okay, and you wouldn't think that everybody listening to the shows. Well, whatever floor I want, I'm going to get. Well, yes, you can have whatever floor you would like. Yeah. But there are certain steps that need to be taken sometimes before you can have that type of floor. And I'd like to get a little bit more more feedback from Craig. So. I was asking you during the break, are there specific floors that um, you have to have a certain type of moisture reading in the subfloor in order to install them properly? Yeah, absolutely. Hard, you know, he had mentioned earlier about hardwood flooring. That's one of, another reason why luxury vinyl plank has become so attractive to homeowners because with a hardwood floor, uh, it's a natural product. It, it absorbs humidity and moisture. It expands. It contracts. Um, if you're on a concrete subfloor, there's you have to use an engineered hardwood floor. You have to test the concrete for the for moisture so you can make sure you have the right glue. There's certain glues that will or will not bond to concrete depending on the amount of moisture in the concrete. If you're on a wood subfloor, um, you have to assess moisture um, in, the, in the subfloor. There's mm-hmm. a vapor barrier that has to go down. And even, you know, even whenever you, you check all the boxes, you put down, you know, take all precautions. You can follow the manufacturer's installation to the to the T, you know, the instructions. Yeah. And you could still have issues. Um, North Carolina is a very moist, humid area. Yep. Noticed. Um, there's a science behind that. There really is. And you're yeah. dealing with it, uh, Brock, because you're underneath the house and you're trying to, you know, reduce the moisture level yeah. there. I wish I was in the house, but my job is under the house. It is. So I, I spend a lot of time under underneath the house. Uh, and, and, yeah, that's that's what we focus on is trying to bring enough moisture and enough humidity out of the crawl space where it's not going to affect your flooring. You're not mm-hmm. going to have a lot of moisture, a lot of mold growth, uh, yeah. flexing of the wood and, and so forth. So we, we, we kind of deal with the same problems. I mean, it, I think sealed crawl spaces should be a, a mandatory building code mm-hmm. in this market. Myself, I see so much issue with expansion and contraction. There's a, yeah. most of the homes are are on a crawl space, and um, yep. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many homeowners say, "What are these little things for?" For I'm like, "Oh, those vents right yeah. there, <laughs> those useless vents you have." Like they don't understand what yeah. those vents, those crawl space vents are for, and that there's actually a uh, you know a certain time of the year they should be closed, uh-huh. a certain time of the year they should be open. Okay, he opened up the can of worms. Should they be open or closed, Brock? Uh, To his point, it depends on the time of the year. Normally, I say during spring and summer, you want your vents opened. Uh, During winter, you typically want to close them. That's really more for for airflow. First time I saw a crawl space was in North Carolina. Hmm. My dad had a cellar, and the house we had had a cellar, and, you know, we moved to North Carolina. And he said, there's just dirt under my house. (laughs) There's just dirt with plastic on it. Yep. And really, that's... That's a source of moisture. It's a huge one. You know, I have a lot of customers from the north that, you know, move down here from New York or, yeah. or Chicago, and they're used to basements, you know, big, beautiful bay. They have great basements oh, up yeah, north. Uh, when they get down here and they, they run into a crawl space, I've, I've had a lot of people say, well, why do I need plastic down there? What's the point? Yeah. And to your point, we've got a lot of moisture in the soil here. Sure. And in a crawl space that sees no sunlight. It just is a very humid environment. And if you want to figure out why your floors are cupping, or if you want to install new floors, if you're tired of getting musty smells under the house, these are all side effects of of high humidity. All right. 
Holly, talk to me about SolarWorks. Okay, so SolarWorks, we are, that's our sister company for RoofWorks. We yeah. are the only five-star roofing company that's certified um, with a five-star certification with Velux. So we we probably, I would say, that we install the most skylights around town as right. far as doing replacement skylights, um, sun tunnels, and new cut-ins, which is new installations. Right. So, All yeah. Right. So SolarWorks and RoofWorks available at roofworks.com now i botched it last week last time you were here roofworks has an unusual spelling the word roof w-e-r-k-s.com that's it am i finally right (laughs) that's it i am right (laughs) roofworks.com you got to know how to spell roofworks it's w-e-r-k-s because you know you can't call yourself a common name that's right. We have to be different because yeah, that is exactly no, I mean, you, who we you are. Can't. And how do we get to you, Craig? AmericanDreamFloor.com. AmericanDreamFloor.com. And, of course, Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier are going to be back next week with me and Connor Gross from Shine of Raleigh. We're going to talk about, talk about their company and anything you want to talk about next week on Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5. AM 680 WPTF.